Hey, Mystic Michaela spiritual family. Welcome to Know Your Aura with Mystic Michaela. Today, we are talking about chameleon greens. I have talked about this aura color here and there, but I've never done an official deep dive. And we need to know what these people are so we can avoid them. But first, hey, Scotty. Hey, guys. Yeah, I, I think there is a lot of confusion around this term chameleon green that you've come up with. Even myself, I'm not exactly sure what it is. I'll give you my take on it. Okay. And then you can kind of tell me if I'm right, wrong, somewhere. Yeah, well, just give me your yeah. take, yeah. All right. So when I think of chameleon, when you say the term chameleon green, like there's a few people like that come to mind, but I'm sure. not going to mention them. Okay. But I think like older, I think like creepy, I think lizardy, um, people that maybe are hiding something. Mm-hmm. Uh, usually I associate it with like... A guy that might be hiding like some weird fetish. Okay. Um, I could go even darker some, with some of these people. Like they yeah. might even be like like serial killer types. Okay, yeah. Or just you know just crazy people that are. Yes. Yeah. Is, is that? I mean. Yeah, so, am I on the right track? Yeah. So what you're hitting is the duplicitous nature okay. of the chameleon green, and I'm going to talk about this coming up really in depth. But overall, see, I come, see, I see these things. And it just like anything, I see it with my eyes and I try to explain it as organically as I can. And I feel like what it is, is there are the segment of the population that is the, in the news chameleon green. These would be like your serial killers or your crazy cult leaders or the really shifty people in power, those types. But the multitude of the chameleon greens because I feel like it's some sort of spectrum. Honestly, you probably know at least one or two of these in your life and and you have known them. They are a group of people that aren't as harmful on a physical or level in your life. They're more just duplicitous people that you come across and you have to watch out for them. And But they're not as harmful to you as the ones in the news. So like everything else, there's a spectrum. What they have in common is a duplicitous nature and all their motivation and intention goes to keeping the world, the front around them as true. That is their only motivation. Some of these people more high up on the spectrum are going to do really scary and immoral and horrific things to keep that for themselves true. Their duplicitous other life thing that they need to know is what, how they're seen. But the majority of the chameleon greens and they walk among us and they're just, <laughs> they're people, they're okay. humans. And I'm going to talk about what I think. Cause I think something makes a chameleon green, a chameleon green in childhood. Um, okay. Are you are you going to go through the characteristics so yes. we could we could find these people? Yes, yeah. Because now I'm thinking. Now I have a couple of people in mind. Yeah, that might be chameleon green, and I interact with them often. These are shifty, kind of shady people who run away from hard the hard questions. Okay. All right. These are people that you might have dated. And you're like, oh my gosh, like I never meet their friends. I don't know who they are. Um, the second I ask them to show up for something, they, they disappear. They can't commit. They won't have a hard conversation about something. They'd rather just run away and disappear. Um, these are people in business who come in and, and act like they have, oh my gosh, I know all these people. I have all these contacts. I have access to all this money. I can get you here. Just sign this with me and we'll do it together. I got this. Uh, you know. And then all of a sudden when it's time to show, put up and show up, they don't. 
and, and again, they disappear. That's the majority of the chameleon greens in our world. They're not going to like hurt you or kill you right. or or hurt your family or kill your family or anything like that. That That's the stuff on the news, like when you see the serial killers or, or all the things that we just talked about. There is, and that's what I'm going to talk about and focus on today, the overwhelming majority of people who tend to have this aura color, which I just have called chameleon green because it's it's like camouflage. And I'm going to go into that in more depth. Okay. But it's like camouflage, and they just don't want you to see the real them because for whatever reason, probably in their childhood, I have a theory, they (laughs) couldn't, uh, they never gained the skills to live as they authentically are, which a lot of us haven't, but we still have a responsibility, a personal responsibility, and we don't take that part of us and put it somewhere we don't have access to. And that's kind of where the chameleon greens are at. All right. Well, I, this is going to be interesting because I think we're going to uncover something here. Yeah. And well, yeah. So that, and you know, because the term, I think, like I said, I've always thought of it as these creepy people. But they now I'm thinking already. I'm thinking there's a few people I know like this. You know, sometimes I know some. You know, yeah, like that person who's really shady and you don't yeah. know what's going on. That could be possibly the chameleon green. And yeah. just can't figure it. Like in my brain, I can't. It bugs me because yes. I can't figure it out. Like I know, like let's say I know someone who's like real shady. Yeah. And. Like, I'll try and try and try to figure out, like, yeah. what is it? What's missing here? I know something's not right, yeah. but I can't put my finger on it. Yeah. And that might be that's what it, like, And that's how you as a red aura right, but, or, or like a yellow aura too. Like you, you, the reds and the yellows, immediately they're like, you don't make sense. Yeah. Like it doesn't make sense. Right. You guys don't make sense. Like there's, this doesn't make sense. Um, the problem with like the empath auras, <laughs> like <laughs> us blues and indigos and turquoises and purples, we might be like, eh. You know, we, we connect more to the hidden part of themselves and not their actions. So we're like, we feel bad for them or something. But because they are kind of like sad creatures, I I feel like the big thing with chameleon greens is it is some sort of personality disorder. I am not a professional. I am not any sort of mental health professional at all. I would love actually the mental health professionals who listen to weigh in on this. What? is this what is this it has to be some sort of personality disorder that's 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 a real thing right because they just can't connect with who they actually are but they're not narcissists and they're not just like flaky people like they do it on purpose and they do it not to have control or anything they do it so you see them a certain way it's totally about appearances so okay so i'd love to hear all right so let's do a couple ads and then when we come back, you're going to get into it. I am so sick of it being up at 2 a.m., super wide awake, anxious, thoughts running through my head, cleaning the house because I don't even know what else to do. I've always had issues with stress and sleeplessness for years, but I finally found a natural product that helps solve these problems. It's called Soul, and this podcast is sponsored by Soul. Soul was founded four years ago by this brother and sister duo, Mike and Angie Lee. Mike's a former world-ranked professional boxer, and Angie is an author and professional speaker. And they had this desire to create these natural alternatives to medication and tackle problems they deal with themselves, like sleeplessness, anxiety, focus, and pain. So I started with Soul's best-selling sleep aid, Sleepy. It's helped over 6,000 customers fall asleep faster, stay asleep longer, and wake up feeling refreshed. And let me tell you about my experience with it. First of all, it is packaged so flippin' cute, and it has amazing flavors. 
they it actually tastes really good and i just pop one right before bed and it's such a natural process. I haven't felt this way in a really long time where I'm like, okay, I'm going to bed. My head hits the pillow and night night. And I don't wake up with any sort of grogginess. And I let, I, I personally didn't have weird dreams and I wasn't, uh, I didn't feel funny in the morning or anything like that. It felt natural. It felt like how going to sleep is supposed to feel. And I love that soul is grown right here in the USA, organically farmed and it's gluten free. There's a quiz you can take to find out which soul product is right for you. It's time to get the sleep you deserve. Head to getsoul.com slash KYA and use code KYA for 20% off your order. That's 20% off your order using code KYA. One last time, getsoul.com slash KYA and code KYA for 20% off. Let's talk about chameleon greens. So I came up with this term because, you know, I've been doing this. I've been seeing colors my whole life. I've been talking about it professionally for 11 years now. And I've been doing this podcast for, I think, almost five years, which is crazy. So like I always say, I learn as I go. I hope I'm always learning my entire life. I get better at explaining things and... All my knowledge of chameleon greens comes from doing readings, and then there's one in my own personal life who's been an inspo, let's say that. So anyway, so chameleon greens. So what? what why, why did I name it that? I noticed that there were certain people whose auras shifted and changed like camouflage, like chameleons. And I noticed that you couldn't quite grasp who they were because they were shifting and changing all the time. And when I looked at them to try to read their aura, the aura would shift. It would get really shifty in front of me as if the energy itself was nervous or anxious when it knew it was being looked at or it knew it was being tapped into. So I started calling him chameleon greens. And usually, as in most of the auras, the way the aura behaves you can walk that back metaphorically and symbolically to the person's personality and personality traits and inner motivations. So I noticed that a lot of people with this chameleon green color, they they were shifty themselves. They were really shifty and they were trying to avoid being noticed and they were trying to blend in. They were trying to use camouflage in this world. Why do we use camouflage? Why does any creature use camouflage. They use camouflage so they can go about their business without being in jeopardy, without being in danger. And these types of people, and by the way, it's not exactly green. I had to call it chameleon green because it has like a a green sheen to it, but I don't want to lump them in with green auras. Green auras are very honest and direct and they stay in their own lane and they have their own belief system and they're pretty strong in their ability to assert themselves and go their own way. Chameleon greens are shifty and they move their path depending on the path of least resistance and the path that goes with their false front 
And that's the most important thing for them. They need to camouflage in with whatever the false front is. And I'll get into that in a second. But where you have to watch out for chameleon greens is in two places. Love and business. That's where chameleon greens always show up. Those are their habitats. The chameleon greens habitat are love and business. So I see this a lot of times because I read a lot of women. You'll show me, oh my gosh, what happened with this guy? What happened with this guy? Why? Where did this one go? And it's like, he's a chameleon green. Okay. That's what happened. And it, and then I go into why this happened and, and what the personality traits are and what their behavior probably was. And in business, they can really screw you over in, in a really unique way because it's your money. So they will come in, oh, let's partner. Sign this contract with me. You lose People lose money to chameleon greens. People, they're shysters. People lose time and energy and clout and they lose their dreams with chameleon greens. So you have to be so careful of chameleon greens, even if you're not dating business endeavors, they can really come in and get you there too. What are the characteristics of a chameleon green? First thing is they're a pretender. They're a pretender on purpose. And a lot of things I'm going to say today, you're, a lot of the indigos and the blues and the turquoises are going to be like, oh, that sounds like me. Well, it's not you. Because anytime that a turquoise, especially a turquoise, um, an indigo or a blue does things that I'm going to talk about, it has more to do with people-pleasing and sometimes a loss of identity or you haven't quite figured out who you are yet. Um, I'll explain that more as I go through. But chameleon greens are pretenders on purpose, meaning they are doing it on purpose. Their level of self-awareness will determine how on purpose it is, but they do this on purpose. And and here are some characteristics of a chameleon green. Um, they lie. Okay, so the number one thing for the chameleon green, their number one motivation is, again, to wear a camouflage and to fit in. doesn't matter what the setting is. They just want to fit in. And they don't just want to fit in. They want to fit in in a way where they feel successful. Usually chameleon greens – actually, I should do this first. Why are they like this? Let's do their motivations, and then I'll do their characteristics. Why are they like this? What I've noticed – this is me, what I've noticed, okay? And again, this is chameleon green. I came up with this term. I'm still working on it, and it's only my own field work in my psychic readings where I've seen this stuff in action. But I've never – it's mostly men. Mostly men are chameleon greens. And I have a theory on this. I feel like it's because the gender expectations of society can create this phenomenon with men's energy because I feel like it's a lot of – strong empath boys who were forced to live duplicitously, were forced to live in some sort of a false front, were forced to keep a secret, or and or were um, forced to be something they're not because of parental expectations. So for example, I can see this if, I mean, these are so many scenarios could create this. Um, let's say dad, dad cheated all the time and you knew about it and mom knew about it, but nobody talked about it. Like that can kind of create like such strife in the empath boy. And he's like, oh my gosh, I have the secret and I can't tell. It's like this duplicitous feeling in their energy. Another way it can come up is, and sometimes in families where there's addiction issues, and we all have to pretend like there isn't. So, oh, 
life at home behind closed doors. It's it's hell. It's a living hell. But when we go out, we're the perfect family. Okay, so there's that kind of thing going on. Or, or sometimes if it's a really sensitive little boy and they are told to be more uh, whatever way the family deems um, as necessary, like be tougher, be smarter, be an entrepreneur, be um, someone who is a great speaker, be someone who takes the the lead, all these things that maybe aren't you, but it was forced on you. It creates this kind of false front in a kid. And I digress real quick, but I feel like this has to be for all of you counselors and mental health practitioners, this has to be something in um, the mental health handbook here. This has to be something that's a diagnosable condition. It has to be a symptom of something because I feel like it is created in childhood when there is some sort of facade that needs to be more real than what is real. And you've learned how to build up the facade around you, but you've never learned how to deal with the authentic you and how you are. And that's and that's why chameleon greens are so sad, all right? And that's why we always feel bad for them. And if, if you've fallen for a chameleon green in love or business, it's because you feel the little kid inside of them that is very regressed and you ignore a lot of the red flags that are coming out of their chameleon green facade operations. I hope that makes sense. So that's their motivations. And here's the deal. They mean it when they say it. When they say something in that moment, they mean it. But two seconds later, they can go somewhere else and say exactly an opposite thing and mean that too. They're existing in a false reality and they're doing it on purpose as a way to camouflage their vibe so that they always come across as successful, um, whatever whatever the values are, successful, um, a good person, a stellar dad, a romantic, amazing husband. I mean, usually they don't, usually they're not in these roles um, for too long, but they want to project themselves as the smart young businessman, whatever it is, they have a storyline and that's the thing that they camouflage in order to keep it going. All right. So back to the characteristics of a chameleon green. First thing, they lie. They lie all the time. They have to keep up a facade. They make up things as they go along. They're not even great liars. They lie like little kids lie. Have you ever asked a little kid a bunch of questions, (laughs) it just gets more and more and more ridiculous. And sometimes a kid will double down on it. Like, oh, your dad's Superman? You're like, yeah, my dad's Superman. I'm like, oh, when's he Superman? He's Superman on Saturdays. Well, I just saw your dad on Saturday and he wasn't Superman. Oh no, he's Superman. You just caught him in between his hero jobs. They will double down. That is exactly how Chameleon Greens lie. It is stupid the way they lie and they're not good at it. Um, Blatant lies, inconsistencies, it, little symptoms would be, I mean, direct examples would be they take you to an Airbnb and they tell you that's their house. I'm not even joking. They're like, here's my yacht. It's like their friend's yacht or something. Um, sometimes it's a lot because of, I feel like, the gender component in this and how it affects men. I feel like a lot of times they want to look like they're doing better than they are. So I feel like it can show up in how they present themselves financially. That can be your first red flag with um, 
a chameleon green, just so you know. But anyways, taking credit for something they didn't do, like, I started up this company. This is my company. It was a startup. It's my idea. I do it. You know, that kind of thing. I sold it for this much money. Just making up scenarios which back up their lies, so they lie to keep lying. They'll just keep going. That's why you really won't know a chameleon green for too long. Because the second you start... Hey, wait a second. The second you see their camouflage, they run to the next tree, basically, just like a chameleon. The second they're spotted, they run. So the second you're like, hey, I thought, da 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 and you start calling them on it. I don't think yellows last too long with these people, yellow auras specifically. The second you call them on it, poof, they're gone. Bye. All gone. All right. Next uh, characteristic is they agree easily. So they're like pretenders, right? So they'll... Just because they're so insecure about their inner self and their foundation, their authentic self, they they will kind of agree with everyone all the time, no matter what. I mean, literally, you could see them go from one political party to another in the same day, and they'd be totally believed by whoever they're around. Or, um, you know, it's different from a pleaser motivation. Okay, don't get me wrong, because I'm indigo, and man, I know about people pleasing. It's different than that. When you're doing the people pleaser thing, it's really uncomfortable, and you know you're doing it, and you're just doing it because you feel other people's feelings as your own, and you just don't want confrontation. Okay, so the motivation's different. When you're a chameleon green and you're doing this, it's because you have a need to be seen as an awesome stand-up person in the room, someone who fits in and is trusted and valued and is looked at a certain way, the way that you feel necessary to be seen as. You, so when you're a chameleon green and you do this, the, way that, the reason why chameleon greens agree with everyone and can fit into total diverse groups no matter what um, is because that's their goal. Like when they're accepted, they feel like their false reality is true and therefore that's like a comfortable feeling to them because they've associated that over time with that being the real thing and inside needing to be the thing they hide all the time. Different than narcissists having a false reality. Narcissists have a false reality in order to be have control and be the most important person in the room and, you know, to feel like they're numero uno, super special um, and all that. Chameleon Green's it's different. It's more like a safety thing. I feel. That's just how I, I see it differently. Because it overlaps with other things. All three of my kitties, Dusty, Rocky, and Banks, are rescue kitties. And I'm a big advocate for people rescuing kitties in need. Our next sponsor is a brand that I and Rocky, Banks, and Dusty love mainly for their food, but also because they donate to the Humane Society. This podcast is sponsored by Smalls. They are on a mission to feed kitties real Food. Small's cat food is protein-packed recipes made with preservative-free ingredients you'd find in your fridge, and it's delivered right to your door. And since feeding my three rescue kitties Small's, their fur is shinier, their kitty box is way less smelly, and they're more their frisky selves that nature intended them to be. Smalls is real food. After making the switch to Smalls, 78% of cat owners reported their cats had shinier and softer fur, and 90% reported overall health improvements. That's a big deal. 
Is your cat food giving back to cats in need? Smalls is. So if you want to give Smalls a try and ditch kibble forever, head to smalls.com slash KYA and use promo code KYA at checkout for 50% off your first order plus free shipping. That's the best offer you'll find, but you have to use my code KYA for 50% off your first order. One last time, that's promo code KYA for 50% off your first order plus free shipping. Thing. All right. Uh, another thing they do is, oh, like when you call them on it, they'll totally try to distract or change the subject. And they're bad at that too. They're really bad at that too. Um, so you you can catch them when they're doing it because it's like, it's again, they don't have, and I wonder if this is because it, a lot of this stems from whatever they went through in childhood. They haven't figured out a long-term way to keep people believing them. That's the good thing about chameleon greens. They don't have a long-term plan for this. It is kind of like a chameleon. Like the, like the, the, the long-term thoughts, it's kind of get in, get out. They don't have a way to stay, and I don't think they want to. They like jumping from leaf to leaf, just like a chameleon. They like jumping from place to place, person to person, relationship to relationship, context to context. So they're not hard to spot. So when you start like asking them questions like, hey, and they like blatantly distract you or they just walk away or they sometimes they say something dismissive in an attempt to get you to question yourself. Like, I don't like talking about that. That's an uncomfortable question. I can't believe you asked me that or something like that. That's just their way of, again, deflecting and getting away from you. Because once you see their camouflage, poof, they're gone. Another thing with Chameleon Greens is they have like whatever their their self-praised narrative is, um, it's important to them. So I, I mentioned this before, but they have, you'll notice with them that they have the thing they need to be. Like I'm the good son or I'm the good uh, business guy or I'm the rich socialite or I'm, I don't know, they have some sort of weird narrative that almost feels like it was poorly written out of a novel and that's what it is. It really, I have to say with Chameleon Greens, it's almost like an insult to your intelligence. Like narcissists will put the work in, okay? Narcissists will put put the work in to make it a more long-term believable thing where they really rope you in. Chameleon Greens, they're not trying to exactly rope you in because they will cut and run as soon as they can. So... Yeah, so so they they similar to the narcissist thing because they have their own narrative. Like here's my narrative. I think the thing that makes it different with chameleon greens is they have no problem cutting and running and dropping everybody in the whole friend group, even to go to a, a completely different group. Whereas narcissists will shut you out when like when you figure out a narcissist, they'll work to shut you out and get you out, and they're pretty good at it. When you figure out a chameleon green, they're gone, and you're like like standing there with your life completely the way it was before they came into it. So they're less messy. They're more just like annoying. I mean, you know, depending on what happens. Again, once they start messing with your money, that's when it gets real bad. That's I think business is the worst. Don't, oh my gosh, yeah. They come in, they just mess with your money, they partner up with you, they poof. You're left holding all the loans and stuff. I mean, okay. Another thing they do is, um, yeah, they, they offer little substance. 
So they don't really know any details or complexities. They can't back anything up. So if they say that they did this startup, like, yeah, I started the startup. I don't know. I can't even give you an example. I started that startup. It's like, oh, yeah? Well, what do you guys do? Start asking them, like, the tough questions, like, what's your annual gross revenue income? Oh, and they can't answer it. That's when they start getting weird or shady. They might even do things like, here's a little a chameleon green nuance. One of their ways to distract might be, I mean, this is just, I see this so often, and this is actually quite specific, but I just see it all the time. One of their distraction techniques, when you try to get substance out of them or you start asking them questions, is pretending they're high or actually getting high, just so you know, drunk or high. So they might be like, ah, oh, vape in their pot, or um, oh, I, yeah, I could talk about this more if I wasn't drinking, or like things like that. Like they do things to kind of look like I'm off the clock now, but you know, if you catch me on Monday, we can have this conversation, like that kind of thing. Yeah, gotta watch for that. Totally, I mean, they will contradict themselves. That's another sign a characteristic, you know, like, like weird things. Like I thought you hated that band. And then you see them, you see them at the, at the concert the next day, like at the band, or they were just complaining about somebody like a, like somebody that, you know, and then, then the next day you see them having a total like Instagram post with them with their arms around each other. You're like, I thought you hated that person. Now you're buddying up with them. So they contradict themselves. Or they say they hate seafood, but then they go eat sushi. Little things, tiny things like that. Like, I thought you said. Because you never flip and know them. You never know them. At this point, turquoises might be thinking, is that me? Because that's what you guys do. Now, and I'll tell you why. Like I said, these guys, chameleon greens, are doing it on purpose, okay? Turquoises are different. Turquoises, what you guys do, and what I notice that you do, is you... You just try things on and you really commit to it. And because turquoises know that it's a little deeper, turquoises understand that our energy can't be so easily defined or labeled. And it's harder for them to connect to a 3D vibration, meaning I am a teacher and I, my name is Jennifer and I am a teacher and I like to read romance novels. You know, like it's, for a turquoise, they would try that and then they'd go try something completely different and do a 180 and try. But when they do something, they are embodying it. They're not pretending. They're not manipulating. They're not doing it because they don't feel safe. They're not doing it because they need to keep up a false front. Like when a turquoise does something cool and new and different, they're committing to it. And that is them 100%. Chameleon greens know that that's not them and they are pretending all the time. To, to do something else uh, with the sole motivation to just use camouflage. Just like a chameleon uses camouflage to survive in the wild, so do chameleon greens feel the need to camouflage their vibe to survive in this world. And they don't, the problem, with, and, and that's, that's sad, of course. I think the problem would be is we, they don't know how to connect and they pretend like they do, so they can definitely leave a lot of problems in their wake. If they were just doing this, it'd be fine. But it's because they insist on creating emotional connections as they go along and then dropping them all the time is why it's a problem. 
Oh, also, chameleon greens can be malleable if they find a certain partner. And it's it's always like, so if I, if I see chameleon greens finally with an actual partner, which is rare, it's like a narcissist or a toxic personality. And this is why. When a chameleon green gets in a relationship, they love having a hot mess personality to distract from their to distract from their own camouflage. So you never notice them, you just notice the hot mess on their arm. And also because they can really double down on their false reality and tie it to their messy relationship. So I'm the one that saves her from the situation, or I'm the one that always talks her down, or I, I always talk to her friends, hey, yeah, I got her this time. Thanks for being here. I'll take it from here. Thanks, guys. So they can be the savior, or they can be the whatever they need to create around themselves, and the distraction is whatever the toxic relationship brings to it. So it's... It's just something they hide behind. So they actually, what they don't realize is usually, especially if you have a narcissist, they're using the chameleon green. Even though the chameleon green, it's it, maybe it's like a parasitic relationship, you know, because the narcissist will use them because they're actually super malleable because the narcissist immediately figures this out. Like, hey, you need a false reality in order to feel safe. And if anybody sees your camouflage, you poof. And that's your worst fear. Gotcha. Gotcha. Now you're going to do all my bidding. And if you don't, I'll expose your false reality to as many people as I can. And they're so flippin' terrified that they they stay and do it. So if I do see a chameleon green stay with somebody, it's with somebody like that. So it's interesting to look at. And, and, and it's again, it's different than like an empath aura who's just pulled into somebody because they're trying to heal someone or they're trying to fix someone, okay? Like a lot of you. Like, you know, if you were ever in a relationship with somebody toxic, you were probably trying to fix them or you really loved them and you're like, maybe they'll change or or you felt their feelings within so you stayed because of that even though their actions didn't always line up. The motivation was different for you. A chameleon green's motivation when they stay with one of these people is because they need them to help create their reality. See the difference? Um, Another characteristic, like open hostility. You call them on any of this, they will, if they can't distract, if they can't poof, if they can't pretend they're high and get out of it, they will be openly hostile to you. They will go below the belt. The number one thing with chameleon greens is they do not want to be seen. If you see them, they're like a cornered animal, okay? If you picked up the chameleon and it realized, oh my gosh, my camouflage didn't work, running away didn't work, now what? It'll bite you, I assume. I don't know. I've never had a chameleon, but maybe it would, okay? So, that's what they'll do. If they feel cornered, they can get really hostile below the belt. They can even get violent. So these are things to keep in mind with chameleon greens when you call them on it and they feel like they can't escape from your sight. That's why I always feel bad when people are married to a chameleon green and then you're not married to them anymore and they it completely ignore you. They have to pretend you don't exist because you've seen them. So they can't live in their false reality with somebody who's seen them. It's not, it, it takes away from their false reality. It takes away from their camouflage. It takes away from their feeling of safety. 
So once you've seen them and they know that you've seen them, you have to be like invisible, which is hard, especially when you're co-parenting. And finally, with the characters with, with the chameleon green is you don't know what they think. You don't know who they are. Sometimes you just even get the impression when they're talking to you, like, are you just saying, have you just read me and you're just saying what you know I want to hear? Like you just, you might have that passing thought. Second you have that passing thought, please take pause. Like, are they just, did they just read me and they're just telling me what I, what they think I want to hear? Ew. Like I'm being sold. Um, they say what they need to survive. They say what they need for you to see their false reality and not them. So you'll notice this once you know a chameleon green, if you bring them around like other people, um, all of a sudden they're saying what other people need to hear, or you see them changing their tune and you're like, that's not, who are you? You know, like that. Again, different from empath auras like blues or indigos or turquoises, because we would do that more out of a people-pleasing thing. Like, I don't want confrontation. I just want to get along with everybody. I just want to make this go smooth. Like, that's different. This is more for their own need to be seen a certain way. They have incredible need for control over their image. That's it. They need such control over their image. As you all are aware, I love my TV shows. I love to binge watch my shows. I like to be up on all the new hits and get on top of watching them as soon as I can. And sometimes to do that, I sign up for a lot of those 30-day free subscriptions (laughs) where I can binge watch something quick. But guess what I do? I forget that I have it once the payment starts becoming due. Everything is a subscription these days. And you think you have it under wraps, like, oh yeah, I'll remember to cancel it. But guess what? You don't. And this happened to me with one of the cable subscriptions recently. And Rocket Money actually found the subscription and it totally blew my mind. They were able to cancel it for me with just a click of a button. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. And with over 3 million users and counting, Rocket Money's customers have saved an average of $720 a year. And they also help you negotiate to lower your bills by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill and then Rocket Money takes care of the rest. Stop wasting your money on things you don't use cancel your unwanted subscriptions and manage your money the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash KYA. That's rocketmoney.com slash KYA, rocketmoney.com slash KYA. Hey, Scotty. Hey, guys. Okay, so you may have heard all that and now you're wondering, oh my gosh, that sounds like this person in my life or that sounds like me or I've done that before. Am I a chameleon green? Is my partner a chameleon green? Is my brother a chameleon green? All right, so we're doing this or that. Yeah, I mean, I have a lot of questions. Okay. Because (laughs) as I was listening to your your speech there, I thought for a second I was a chameleon green. Yeah. (laughs) There's there's a lot of things that could be me, but I don't think I am, though. All right. (laughs) I've decided I'm not. I think we all have these overlapping. We can all identify with the chameleon green traits because they are coping mechanisms for when you don't want to deal with life. And we've all had those we've all been through that we've all we've all been there so this is 
you know, okay. behavior that's repeated and becomes part of someone's MO. Okay. All right. So let, let's say this one. Let, let me, the first one right off the top of my okay, head. Okay. This or that. This or that. All right. Let's say you have a guy, and it seems like it seems like it's always men. It's, it doesn't seem like from your, what point, you just said. It doesn't seem like it's it women. It seems like it's mostly men. Yeah, just yeah, in my I, own. This is my own thing. Right. So, I yeah. can't even think of a chameleon green woman off the top of my head no. right now that I, that I deal I with. I think it's societal. Society creates this. All right. Way. So what's the difference between let's say someone who's a chameleon green or someone who maybe is just like has a low motivation? Yeah. They're kind of. I don't want to use the word lazy, but maybe. Yeah. You know, just not so motivated in life right. or and they, that seems like it could pick up the same kind of right de- like right the characteristics yeah, would be the same I, I call them chameleon green but they're not really green they're, right. it's like a shifty camouflage color yeah. that's so i know it can get confusing but right. what i notice is is you might have someone in your life who's just really low motivated or yeah. emotionally distant or someone who just has no need to level up their life or they're just sitting there all the time or something or or they're like sometimes i call people um pieces of furniture like that guy he's like a chair like he's just there <laughs> he's like just some there. people lamp. yeah some people some people are just like a lamp some people are just like a house plant yeah like they're just there but are they bothering you see that's the thing chameleon greens cause problems um people who are just low motivated they are who they are. Like they're not trying to be anyone else. They're they're not. They don't defend themselves. They don't talk themselves up. Um, they're just yep. That's me. You know, chameleon greens will talk you out of to, sell themselves. Chameleon greens are faking it. Chameleon greens are lying about themselves. Chameleon greens say they'll do something and they won't do something. Um, but, but let's say like you know we all deal with people that do some of these things some of the time, right? Sure. Like sometimes like. Someone tells a lie or someone says, hey, we're going to do this and just doesn't happen, right? Right. So you're saying it has to kind of be this big picture of all fitting together. All of these traits have to be going on at the same same time. time. Right. It can't just be one incident here or there. Like, oh, you're a chameleon green. Right. And all of a sudden it's like, I'm writing you off. You're a chameleon green. And someone's like, what are you talking about? (laughs) Yeah. but (laughs) That would be a misdiagnosis of a chameleon green. Yeah. But here's the deal. Like they do gaslight. So when you call them on something, they're going to tell you no, because they can't handle, they can't handle being told anything that is contrary to what they need to be perceived as Mm. so they're real big on defending themselves or selling themselves or kind of giving you a different perspective or leading you oh well yeah well let me tell you this you know and trying to lead you down a different perspective back to the one that they need you to to be buying into and they're shifty like that's the thing they're just shifty people some people like people are just kind of low motivated or just they're like the chair or the house plant kind of person right they are what they are you know, if you say like, hey, you don't talk to me, they just shrug, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like a chameleon green. If you say that, you don't talk to me, well, I've been very busy and, da, 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 and they might be selling you something else. And finally, chameleon greens don't stick around that long. Like they are not there for long periods of time anyhow. So by the time you might realize they were chameleon green, they're already out. Okay. Uh, qu- here's another question for yeah. you. Question for you. Yeah. Question for you. Question for you. Question for you. Question for you. <laughs> We get we Casey and Stephanie who are doing just just a side note here. Yes. Who are doing our merch for the event. Yes. The have a mug that says question for you. <laughs> they think it's the funniest thing ever. Uh, so whatever. But I thought okay. Anyway. Well okay, so when you in a reading, let's say you yeah. get someone. Yeah. And could you tell like right off the bat that it's a like 
could you tell this right away or is this something you got to dig into? Yeah, they're like, hard. like you're chameleon green or, you know, you're just not motivated. You, is that something easy for you to do? Their energy is very shifty. So one of my red flags that I had to learn over many, many readings was, um, and I, I've already said this on the podcast, but it applies to chameleon greens too. It applies to other people too and other situations too, like narcissists and toxic people and stuff like that. Most people, when I read a picture of them, I pick up immediately their insecurities, immediately. Chameleon greens are really good at hiding those. And so when I look at their picture, I just pick up kind of uh, the press package that they want to give you. Okay. They're, they're so, one page, like, okay. oh, I'm this and I'm this. And it's we- And it took me a long time to figure right. that out in reading energy because I was like, oh, they're, they're a great this, they're a great that, they make a lot of money. But then it's like, hey, wait a second. Nobody thinks like that about themselves. Even the people who are so successful, they're, you read them and immediately it's like, oh, I'm doing this wrong or, oh, I'm scared or, oh, that's actually normal. Um, so that's a red flag because their energy itself is very, very shifty. Usually the way I come across the chameleon greens is because you give me a picture of some guy you dated and you're like, what happened? And it's through your energy I can figure out what happened. Okay. So this is something that, it took you a little while to figure out. Yeah. So in like readings, let's say a few years ago, it might yeah. have been a little presented itself a little differently to you. Yeah. I that, mean, the, the term is chameleon. That's what a chameleon does is try to hide. It's and, camouflage. And usually that's what keeps them alive in the wild. So yes. they're good at it. They're real good at <laughs> they're it. They're good at it. So, they're good at it. Do, do you think still today, and I don't know if you know the answer to this, there would be some chameleon greens that could still get by you? I, or, or do you think you pretty much energetically oh, got yeah, them I'm, down? I'm human. So, you know, yeah. so sure. Yeah. Um, if they're real good, the run of the mill ones, no. Right. But you know, there could be the run of the mill ones. Some but alpha I, chameleon greens. Those are the ones that scare me. Those are like your serial killers. Yeah. Those are like, oh my God. Those are the ones that are so good at it. They're so highly intelligent. They're so good with their energy. Those, that's why they scare all of us. Those crazy cult leaders, the ones that are doing crazy things out there. Yeah. All right. Another question for you. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's so we'll move on here. So again, I started in the beginning. I said I thought the chameleon greens were like these lizardy type people. Yeah. You know, that's what I thought of at the beginning of this. Now I don't think that's so much anymore. So what's the the difference between like put it this in quote like lizard people? Yeah. And we could all think of a few major <laughs> bil- like a billionaires that are right. lizardy. Yeah. And chameleon green. Right. What's the difference between those two then? I came up with the term chameleon green before I was aware of the whole lizard people thing, (laughs) (laughs) which is in like, and I've talked about this a little bit, but in some segments of the spiritual community, they kind of say that there are aliens that are lizards that take on human form in order to influence and move our politics around and all sorts of stuff like that. Sure. So like... (laughs) Like now, if you believe that, would last uh, week we did the woo woo scale, right? Would that put you in the nine and ten? Yeah, yeah. that would put you in there, you know. Okay. And I could see where some people, if you told somebody like, "Hey, that person's a lizard in human skin," you'd be like, "Okay, yeah, that I get," you know. Yeah, like, I, I mean, I would. Yeah, there's I, a couple of people I believe. Yeah, that. yeah, I personally think it might be more of like a metaphor sure. or something. But anyhow. That's not what I mean. That's a whole different topic. And that's not what I mean by uh, by chameleon greens, even though a chameleon is, I guess, a lizard. Is it a lizard or is it? I Yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah, chameleon yeah. would be a lizard. Yeah. I don't mean it that way. I just mean that their energy is like camouflage. Okay. That's all I mean. Actually, and I'll say this for chameleon greens, I feel like there's hope for them. I feel like if chameleon, you know, because oh, some of these things we talk about, there's no hope for them. I feel like chameleon greens, there are 
there is hope for them. Meaning if they understood their method of operations and they understood their behavior and why and their intentions and, and where it comes from, I really feel like they could turn it around. I do. I feel like I, and I feel bad for them a lot in when I'm talking about the general pool of mm. annoying chameleon green people, I really feel like they can fix it. And obviously the lizard people can't because they're <laughs> lizards from another <laughs> solar system. Right, sure. And that's just what they are. The Arcturians. They're, they're like a species <laughs> or something. <laughs> so two totally different things. Got it. Okay. <laughs> All right. So if you're on that woo scale that we did last week, yeah. if you're in the nine and 10, you they're believe that, that yeah. you know, some billionaires, maybe like Zuckerberg might be a lizard. Okay. Oh my God. <laughs> I mean, what, what? Don't mess up our algorithm. That's true. Oh, <laughs> we just got banned on Facebook. Stop All it. right. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. All right, let, let's move on here. All right, another question for you. All right, so now that we've figured out that we're dealing with a chameleon green. Yes. Do we want to get rid of them? Do we want to keep them? How do we avoid them? Okay, so it's really easy because chameleon greens will avoid you. Once you know, once they know you can spot them in the wild. Okay. So ask them, throw them some of the hardball questions, get them squirming, start attacking the front, start asking them for, to back it up, specifics. They'll, they'll go away. Like, like, like start calling them out? Call them out. And they'll start to go away. Yeah. Like, like they took you to that Airbnb and they're saying it's their family's home. Be like, oh, <laughs> okay. you know, I happen to look it up on the property you know, thing. Yeah. And, and it says it's an Airbnb, you know, they're gone. Right. <laughs> they're not going to explain themselves to you. Right. I mean, they will just go or just even a more normal, although that is not an abnormal example, by the way, or even another example. I, uh, you know, you said your brother lives in town. I, I'd love to meet him. Where is he? Oh, so, so kind of like a real yellow or real red on them. Yeah. Especially yellows. Like a yellow could probably yeah. really catch a chameleon green yes and i feel bad for the yellows because they're catching more of them than anyone else because well they're catching them. <laughs> right i feel like the the ones who lead more with their blue or their indigo or their turquoise right. are just confused right. by it and they just kind of like i don't know i keep meeting all these weirdo people who just disappear poof and they they kind of are more they take it on themselves like what did i do you know like what's wrong with yeah. me why am i attracting it whereas the people who are more yellow auras can go on these hunts. Yeah, like like uh, your friend Megan Edmonds when she yes. was on Real Housewives of Vernon County. Yeah, she went on the hunt. For the that, hunt. That fake cancer guy. Yes, forgot his name Brooks, and stuff. Brooks. But he was probably a 
maybe a chameleon green. He was chameleon green. Right. So these Brooks types guys. Yeah. yeah. But like yellow auras, but they can get it in their heads. Like now I have to find all of them. I'm the chameleon green, green slayer, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And then they go on the apps and they're like, where are you? I'll find you. I'll ask you tough questions. And the second you say hello to me. And then it becomes like stressful for them. And right. it's not your responsibility. Um, anyways, another way to avoid them is, uh, ask them, you know, ask them to show up for you. And this is easier for like a yellow aura or a red aura, harder for a blue or an indigo. Uh, purples, by the way, I feel like are good at calling them out too. And purples will play with the chameleon green. They'll just like mess with them back to the point where chameleon greens think they have a chance. And then like the purple will be like, gotcha. But anyways, ask them to show up. Like, I'd like you to show up at this thing. Or you said you could do this. You said you had all these contacts for me to meet with for my business. I'd like to meet one. Set up a Zoom meeting. Let's go. I want that tomorrow. The second they're like, well, he's out of town. Da, da, da. It's like, done. Done. Right. You know, so ask them to do it. You know, actions over words. Great motto to live by with everybody. And um, I think, like, knowing that you know the people in their life. I think that's a big one. You know who's in their life. Make it a priority to get to know those people. You, know, you just have to learn how to spot their camouflage and call them on it. A normal person won't run. Okay. You know, see if they can back it up. Now, now there's another thing I feel. I feel at this point, the turquoises. Mm, I okay, know. The, the turquoises that are listening. <sighs> I know. And, I'm, you know, I feel right now they're all <laughs> sitting there and they're wondering, am I a chameleon green? Yeah. Yeah. So pretty much every single turquoise listening right now. I know. So we have to clear this up for You them. are not a chameleon green turquoises. Okay. Yes. So let's clear this up for them. They, yes. It, what's the difference? Is yeah, turquoise also, and chameleon green. Also, turquoises don't want to be mistaken for the chameleon greens right. because people might be like, "You're a chameleon green" or whatever, right. and, and it's like, "No, turquoise. I'm turquoise. I'm turquoise. I'm turquoise. That's different." All right, turquoises be turquoises happen to really invest themselves in whatever energy they're in in the moment, and it is authentic and true, and it's a hundred percent. Also, turquoises have no problem introducing you to the people in their life it just so happens that the, those people tend to rotate more than other people's friend groups do only because turquoises kind of jump from there's a lot of ways to live this life and i feel like turquoises want to experience all the different ways but they're all in where and 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 they absorb and enmesh completely with it whereas chameleon greens like to enter new habitats but will always keep their camouflage up while doing so turquoises no camouflage they become whatever it is they shift into the shape of whatever they are embodying it is real and authentic to them even if it changes chameleon right. greens keep their inner self intact that broken inner self intact while trying to go into new environments and pretending that they are part of it per turquoises aren't pretending right chameleon greens are pretending and turquoises that is how they experience life and how they bridge gaps and 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 so it's part of their life purpose chameleon greens this is not part of their life purpose this is some sort of reaction to trauma and insecurity and anxiety and sort of whatever they got going on okay so I hope that makes sense. I hope so. Yeah. yeah. For the turquoise sake. <laughs> well, now, because we have a turquoise. We do. We have a purple turquoise. We have a we have an eight-year-old. And there's, we've actually had a lot of conversations about the turquoise. Yes. Recently. 
Yeah. Yeah. I'm a little, well, what happened was I'm Scott's, a little worried. I'm still a little <laughs> so worried. we have these lovely discussion groups yes. and Scott comes out of one and he was like on the verge of tears and he was like mumbling like she's gonna go on a road trip for two months and not talk to us and i'm like she's eight what are are you okay and he's like the turquoise purples told me that so i go and talk to the turquoise purples and i absolutely love our mystic michaela spiritual family i mean the amount of knowledge that they share and the vulnerability they share but anyways we got a little education on well, being I a just, parent of a turquoise. You know, they were talking about, like, let's say, going to, the, like, Sedona or the middle of the desert, living in, a like, a van or whatever, a bus or whatever for, like, months at a time, just, like, being, you know, maybe trying some of the local plants or whatever. <laughs> and, you know, it dawned on me, yeah, that, you know, Abby, the purple turquoise, like, right. like you know. Yeah, that's probably going to happen right. for her. I, I mean, so what I'm going to probably do, I'm, I'm coming up with plans now. <laughs> I'm probably all, I'm going to probably buy like in the next couple of years, you're probably going to see me buy like this like rundown van. Okay. I'm going to put a lot of stickers on it. So you're like ready for van life. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to get a van myself. You know, like the the bug, whatever the yeah VW, the VW bug. Yeah, you're yeah ready the VW for bug van. Yeah. I'm going to get all these stickers. Like, it'll be a lot of KYA stickers and things like that. Okay. I'm going to throw them on there and. I'm just going to kind of go into the next, like, I don't know where they park these You're going to follow her. Yeah, she's not going to know. Okay. Because I'm going to get the very high-powered telescope. Yeah. And I'm just going to park my van maybe, like, you know, I don't know, you know, 30 yards down the road next to the other van person, other turquoise that's in a van. So that's my plan right now. Okay. So I'm going to – we might be living a van life in – I don't know. She's eight now, so. So what you've concluded from talking to some turquoise purples is that all turquoise purples at one point will live van life. Yes, or something to that effect. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, it could be a van. It could be a bus. You know, it could be a tent. I mean – It could be in a treehouse. It could just be like a lot of roommates somewhere. Like it could just be – yeah, it, it could be like a like like a like a commune or something like a cow. Oh, okay, maybe something like that. You mean like a? I don't know. Like a culty atmosphere. I think with turquoises, it's hard for them to have. Um, I got to do my turquoise dedicated episode. I feel like it's just it's okay to normalize not having a linear life path, and I feel like turquoises don't just like the rest of us don't do well with that. Um, but they don't also want to hear about it either. I feel like kind of other aura colors might be okay with hearing, hey, do it this way, or hey, this might be a better way to do it, or hey, here's a solution for this problem that you're having. I feel like turquoises are like, are you telling me that I don't, I can't make my own decisions, or I don't know my own mind? And they get real sensitive about it, and then they can like run away or something, Anya. So hmm. that's my tactic. Do you, do you think... Um... Not to tell her that. <laughs> <laughs> It's hard when she's eight. You think she'll just let me come if I asked her? Like, yeah. like hey, Abby, can I just come with you? Yeah. And I'm okay with it. I'll try to be a turquoise. I'll, okay. I will try to... To be a hippie? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm okay with that. Uh, so turquoises are kind of like... I think in your mind, they're hippies. And you can live with that. You can just be a hippie, too. Yeah. I mean, I got that... You know, those crystals? Those boxers that keep my crystals? Oh, yeah. I have those still. Okay. So I put the crystal near You'll my boxer. you in, Scott. Yeah. I will, too. And I got all the lingo, <laughs> I got all the lingo down now. Right? Right. I had all the things. But all, all right, right. Well, so it's just a little side side note. Turquoises <laughs> are not chameleon greens. Turquoises uh, are not. All right. What what about like um oh, one other thing? Ghosting. Yes. Like chameleon ghosting. Yes. Versus maybe like an indigo ghosting. Yeah. So we need a clarification on what indigo ghosting is. Okay. Versus a ghost. Now, 
it's so funny. Whenever I put something about indigo sting just in a place that's not MMSF, like TikTok or whatever, so like so many people in the comments get like angry. It is in a, immature to ghost. It is rude to ghost. That's nasty. You know, like obviously people who've been hurt by it like come after this term. So I came up with in so I I would say like indigos do a door slam. I think the the Facebook group they came up with the term indigosting. Like you do the indigost, which is hysterical. Indigosting is different than ghosting because indigosting is when you've tried everything and it's obvious that the people who you're trying with aren't gonna get it ever because indigos can so clearly understand other people's thoughts, emotions, and motivations the same as their own. An indigo knows exactly if you're going to get it or if you're not going to get it. And if you're not going to get it and no amount of conversation will ever get the other person to there, like they, it's, they know this ahead of time, even before having the conversations with that person. Maybe that's unfair, but whatever, any indigo that's listening gets what I'm saying. And they're like, yep. And what happens is you just fine and you just leave, you ghost. That's one version of indigo sting because you're like, I'm not going to have this conversation. I know where it's going and I'm not wasting the time on it or my stress. I just know. And then they ghost. Another version of indigo sting is you try really, 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 really hard with somebody really, and you give them a gazillion chances. But once you close that door, it is locked and sealed and shut and you can never find it again. It's like one of those doors in Monsters, Inc. <laughs> that disappear and get destroyed. Like there's like the, the destroying of the doors. It's like that. So that's another with into ghosting. Ghosting is just when you're avoiding a tough conversation and you don't want someone to know who you are and you just poof, go away. And that's what more chameleon greens do. I wish the cats would just ghost us. The cats have been circling us like sharks this this entire taping. Yes. They've been the most annoying. They're biting my feet. They're just doing everything. Yes. I just had to say that. Yeah. So if you feel like we were distracted during this episode, <laughs> and you're like, you're like psychically, you're tuning in, and you're right. like, I feel like, this energy of distraction. Yeah, they in this paused episode. a lot. Yeah. yeah it seems like a lot of pauses, <laughs> or they couldn't find the right word. That's because there's been a cat like licking my ear <laughs> while doing this. <laughs> I, other people have set studios for these things. We have the right. cat infested house. Right. And that's just how we like it. Yeah. We got All a couple right? mics, a couple textbooks. Well, we lost the textbooks, but yeah. we used to have a couple textbooks. We have some on display just if yeah. people want to see them, like where we first started, when they come in, you know, we show them the textbooks that started it all. No, we don't really. <laughs> but now we have Dusty's making, he's, yeah. I think he's making like advances towards you. Dusty. He's like, yeah. this is all right. Overtime. Overtime. Oh, overtime. <laughs> Yeah, Dusty is in love with me. Dusty I've is. I've come to the conclusion yeah. that Dusty's in love. He, I think he wants to get married. I think he He's wants a more... staring at you longingly right now. No, he wants more a more than friends relationship. He really does. I mean, he wakes me up at night licking me and caressing me and <laughs> weird, you know, doing weird things to me. I'm not even going to go... Okay. That far. All right, it's Scott. overtime. I could because you're supposed to leave now if you don't want to, to stay on. But it's getting a little much. It's a little much. And um, yeah. it's and interfering you, you've with You've had the- a couple jealous rage attacks. <laughs> stop. Stop licking my man. Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 it's quite disturbing. I mean, I don't want to be called chameleon greed because 
I'm dealing with this, and people are going to think I got some weird thing going on. Uh, okay. But yeah, that's what's going on with Dusty. So all right, a fetish but, does not make you a chameleon, green. right? I shouldn't. Even, I didn't even get to that. You didn't part. get to that part. <laughs> like Look, if you I, have a fetish, it's just a fetish. I mean, that's what like, I really thought. You know, when, we, no. when you told me the chameleon greens, I'm like, oh, it's some guy with some weird fetish. You know, no, a that fetish goes beyond feet or something. A, okay, like way beyond feet. I don't think a fetish makes you a chameleon green. I think it's more the behaviors that I listed and talked about today. Right. But I need to do. I oh my gosh, I was watching um, this all. Oh, I have to do a serial killer episode, but I don't. It's so dark. Yeah, it's too dark. And <laughs> I think a lot of our empaths would be upset, right? I know. That, yeah. I'm upset. That's why I never did it before. And actually, that's a great segue here. Yeah. Because next week. Oh. Yes. It's coming. Next okay. week is the, I believe now, the fifth mm-hmm. annual Halloween, Mystic Michaela Halloween special. Oh, my God. Oh, my Who God. Who knew? When we went to the Riddle House the first year, that it would turn into this. Yeah. It is the one of the most watched Halloween specials of all time. Yeah, highly anticipated. Yeah. Um <laughs> so I went I think we're gonna go a little bit different this year. Okay. Okay. Because like in the past, although it's like the most listened to ever. Ever. And everybody does it. The most popular ever. Most popular ever. <laughs> There's no Halloween thing that's ever been more popular. If you see billboards, that's why. Right. <laughs> But some people will, you know, DM us or write, I'm going to skip this episode because right. it's too scary. Yes, some people do that. Yeah. So this year, this year only, we're going to try to find a friendly ghost. <gasps> like a nice ghost, okay. a nice spirit. Um, hopefully we're going to get Tim, our buddy, the oh, long-haired ghost hunter. Tim, the long-haired ghost hunter. he's going to be with us mm-hmm. with all his equipment and everything. And we're going to look for a friendly ghost. Okay. Because, you know, I'm tired. You know, I want to, I'm tired of getting like choked yeah. and harassed and yelled yeah. at. And told to leave. Told to leave. We have that on video. Yeah. And I, I think we need a nice friendly experience. Okay. So this year, that's our, that's my theme. So when I put this together, I'm going to go friendly. It's the friendly, friendly, friendly ghost. Yeah. All right. Mm, yeah. I'm into it. You think? Yeah. I'm very excited. And that way all these That's like, next week. Yeah. Then all that way, all these people that didn't listen to the first four, mm-hmm. no five, it was four, right? Four yeah. Halloween episodes the aunt steven's house wasn't scary yeah but you know, whatever, the second any, one yeah but any it's like anytime you do it they get i know they're they always get, scary they get real scary so we'll say like it's we're prefacing yeah we hope it's friendly we yeah we'll we're find hoping out. it's friendly of course who knows but okay it could turn into something you, you know, just never sinister. know you, you never you, know you never know it could be very it could be it could be the most scary we've ever done oh my god but you know uh, now i'm scared yeah all right. all right this podcast is for you and about you and we're so glad you spent some time with us today Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader, like that car riding right your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.